Bees Radio Network. Live coverage of Bees Home Games. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Hello and welcome to Bees Radio Network, the podcast episode four. Here we are halfway through pre-season now and we've played against the Wildcats. We have the Raiders coming up uh, this weekend as well. Another weekend of pre-season challenges and as Doug Shepard has alluded to, a chance to work on increasing the good from Saturday and working on that on Sunday, which wasn't quite what he was hoping for. So we'll be uh, we'll be taking a look back at those as well. We've also got some player interviews as well, some uh, personnel interviews to fit in today. And we'll take a look forward to preseason this weekend against the Raiders. Joining me now virtually from his holiday for uh, a recap back at last weekend, it's Graham Bell. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Apologies, everybody, that I'm not able to join you live on the podcast this week. Unfortunately, I'm taking myself away out of the country for a week, so I do miss this weekend's action against the Raiders. But I think it's good to have a little look back at last weekend. And uh, obviously, the result on Sunday, uh, as much as I'm underlining to everybody that it's not about performance, uh, sorry, about results, sorry, in pre season, it's about performances. I appreciate a 6 1 defeat on home ice doesn't look great. I think you sometimes have to tie it into everything else. The night before, 5-4 victory on the road in Swindon. A very promising performance, a come-from-behind victory in Swindon, something that I don't think we were able to achieve throughout all of last season. Uh, I just think the obvious thing to look at is that performance on Sunday, and you can bet your bottom dollar um, there'll be a lot of players looking at that performance and going, we can be better than that. We're a better team than this. We're a better performance than this. Um, The guys will be going through it in training over the next couple of days. It's pre-season. If you're going to have that result and you're going to have that performance where you kind of lay an egg, it's ideal that it comes in pre-season. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but you'd rather it happen in pre-season rather than it happen, I don't know, a couple of weeks into the season or maybe at the end of the season when it might be getting a little bit more challenging for the title or, or it happened in a cup semi-final. So let's write it off. There's a lot to learn from it. There's a lot of opportunities for guys to learn from it. And already you've begun to see some of the changes come into place. Uh, Richard Crew going out the door after joining after a little bit of time. It's not just going to be based on one or two performances. It's based on the whole makeup, really. And I think the way in which I'm looking at this is two ways. One, I can understand some fans looking on it with a little bit of frustration because it's the second time in two years where a player has been released very early in the season, following on from uh, Carol Richter and George Wang last season. I think it just proves that Doug is not afraid to make decisions that if he thinks it's going to be for the better of the team. And I look at this, for example... Crew might be taking away ice time that could have been made available to other players, someone like Will Stead, for example, who I think was a bit of a shining light in both the games over the weekend. There's work to go in, but I think he's going to get an opportunity to train up, to play up, and as a result, he'll develop as a player. And if if you're looking at someone like Crew who it didn't really shine in the training sessions or in the game, you're taking away ice time for someone who's got a real chance to develop and a real chance to push forward. Uh, And I think that's what this one is. It's, okay, crew was available. He was brought in the door. Things didn't click for whatever reason. 
he's out the door. Let's look at it going forward. You're going to see an opportunity for players to step up, get ice time. You're going to see opportunities for other players to develop their roles. And also, I think it also brings a little bit of clarity to the lines early in the season. You're looking early door at that top line of Martin, Dowdy and Malinik. That's already got a combination there. No surprises there. Three very good players. Robin Kovar looked excellent on Saturday before he sustained his uh, little bit of knock that forced him out of Sunday's game and probably is going to force him out of the two preseason games but you'll probably be good to go for the start of the regular season and again if you're going to take that blow you take it in the preseason rather than at a point during the season and I think you'll see continued developments of the others like Sir Zach Milson he'll continue to step up and take his roles Louis Colvin Ryan Webb they both have also taken their opportunities and I think for fans who only saw the game on Sunday there will be a real concern I think you can brush that aside because you've got to take in that 24 hours earlier, the Bees went into Swindon and picked up a 5-4 victory. So, lots of fun. It's never quiet here in Beesland, is it? It's never it's never going to be easy for everybody. And I think we've got another week of preseason coming up against the Raiders this weekend. And I think that'll be another good test for us going forward. And then, of course, the Phantoms on that first weekend of the season. Going to be a real chance to lay down a marker and lay down where the Bees are going to go this campaign. Thank you, Graham. Great review of last weekend. Now, it is important, as Graham said there, not to place too much emphasis on last weekend. Some strange results do throw up in pre-season. I'm not saying ours was by any stretch of the imagination strange, but it is a split weekend against last season's Britain Conference League champions. And yeah, there is uh, definite work to be done from Sunday, but equally there are positives to take away and build on from Saturday. Now, before he went on holiday, Graham managed to catch up with a couple of the key players for the Bees this season. Head coach Doug Shepherd, and, of course, new team captain Stuart Mogg. Bees Radio Network. Doug, new season just around the corner. You must be happy with how the summer preparations are going so far for the side. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we had our first training session last night. Uh, guys look good. We got a pretty quick team, a uh, bunch of guys that just want to play hockey at the highest level. They're going to come in um, and be a hungry team from the start. Is that the big difference from the team last season, is just giving a bit more speed, a bit more pace, a bit more energy in the lineup, so that you've got three lines that are going to be able to go and skate with a team for 60 minutes every night? I, I, I mean, we did return quite a few guys. The guys we did um, bring in that are new um, definitely do add some speed to, to our team. Um, but no, I, do, I don't think the fans will get cheated on effort this year at all. And how about the new league as well this year, a national league? Nice return. You're going to see some old faces with the likes of the Lightning and the likes of the Steel Dogs and just a bit more variety in competition this season. Yeah, nothing but positives. I mean, uh, last year you, you saw the same teams kind of over and over. This year you're, you're going to see teams that we haven't seen in a couple of years. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure the fans and players are as well. And it's also great to see, obviously, lots of two-way players signing up from the Hornets. And once again, re-establishing this youth development that's coming through here in Bracknell and giving them an opportunity to play. Absolutely. That's one thing that we wanted to do. Um, Why our, our roster looked a bit thin for a while. I did save a few spots for um, the Hornets to, to bring in some younger guys on two-ways. Um, and, you know, with, with Luke and Wills coming in, they're going to get a real good look in the preseason. Swindon this weekend, obviously, we go back to a side that we've got a long history with. They look at a very interesting package, as they always do, Swindon. It's a good test for the guys this early to get this preseason game in against the Wildcats. Absolutely. A great, great way to start it against the um, league champs. We'll find out exactly what we are, where we are. Um, I do believe that we will need a couple of weeks of preseason with the new guys that we did bring in. There's some key pieces there, and I think it may take a couple of weeks to gel. But once uh, 
the regular season starts, hopefully we're flying on all cylinders. I think it really is worth reiterating that point. It really is about performance in the preseason. It's not about results. Yeah, I mean, you always, if the t- clock's ticking, you always want to win, but it, it is more to find the right combinations, um, whether it be in re- regular five on five or power play, penalty kill. So we will be having a few different looks in the preseason. You want to win, but you know what? We've just got to make sure we're ready for the first league game. Bees Radio Network. So Stuart, new season just around the corner. High hopes and expectations for yourself coming in as a first year captain? I think it's definitely good. It's a new responsibility for me. Something that kind of I never really thought when I was younger would happen. I've never kind of done it that much, but I think I got on well with everyone last year and kind of I think everyone now is starting to kind of look up to me a lot more, especially the younger guys. And it's just kind of something that it's kind of a dream for me really, yeah. I was about to say, because it's a good young core that's coming together this season. Again, a, a skate, a team that looks like it's going to skate for 60 minutes a game as well. It, it feels like there's there's an, a bit of an establishing of what's going to happen with this club moving forward now. I think that's definitely kind of something that Doug has brought in this year, kind of a, a definite younger core of guys as well, which is good. Sometimes you can get used to kind of having the same kind of guys around and it kind of gets a bit slow, whereas this year we've kind of gone a lot younger, a lot faster, and I think for 60 minutes... We're going to look good and we're going to wear teams out towards the end of games. And it's not just that. The decor is the same decor as last season. You've had a year of getting used to playing alongside each other. That's going to make a big difference compared to the learning curve you had to all go through in the, at the start of last campaign. Definitely. So, Because obviously at Basingstoke I'd played with the same kind of guys for years and years and years. We kind of knew exactly how each other played. So kind of coming in last year, it was kind of learning what each of us does, how each of us kind of plays. Like some of us are a lot more attacking some of us are more defensive so kind of getting used to that is kind of a big step so this year I think we'll be a lot more kind of gelled and it'll help a lot more it sounds exciting because obviously we start the season against the Wildcats this weekend in pre-season beat them obviously in the playoff semi-final last year they're always a good challenge and I think at this stage in the season it's a good opportunity for the team to lay down a good performance on the ice obviously it's definitely Swindon are probably like obviously one of the biggest tests there a well-drilled team they always put together a good team so to come out against someone like that is a way to kind of put a good level on where we are and obviously will help us kind of just to figure out what we need to do before the season starts and really kind of help us to get going what are you going to describe your captaincy style as it's a tough one i'm quite a quiet captain i suppose i'm not like the biggest shouter of a guy but i kind of know to say the right things I can speak to refs and stuff like that I kind of know the game quite well so it's kind of easy for me to speak to them and I don't really get too annoyed so I'm not going to like annoy them as well so but yeah I guess a quiet approachable kind of guy and just to also say obviously Basingstoke kid growing up you know the history of the rivalry with the bees and all that to now be the captain of this side there's a there's a weight of expectation in this club and it must be great to come into a rink like this and to be, be the leader of this club here Obviously, the club has got loads of history, kind of like winning leagues and kind of playoffs and stuff like that. I never, ever expected I was ever going to join Bracknell back in when I was in Basingstoke, but obviously times change and kind of to come and be the captain of a club with so much history is an honour and I can't wait to get started. Just wanted to say to everybody, thanks very much for joining us on the live audio stream on Sunday. Um, some really great figures so far for it. Over 150 unique listeners, uh, which certainly surpassed our expectations this early in the season. So thank you very much, everybody, for joining us on there. I hope you found it a great show. Remember, those feeds are free. 
this is the podcast that goes into supporting it. Those feeds go for free, and they will be there throughout the rest of the season. So um, I'm going to head away now. I'm going to hand you back to Mark and his capable hands, and I'm sure he's got a few more treats lined up for you in the rest of the podcast. Beats Radio Network. It is home and away with the Raiders Ice Hockey Club this weekend. Fellow Britain Conference uh, competitors last year, and this year they have made the move up alongside us uh, into the National League. Now, Graham and I did look at the Southern teams, which is basically what we're facing for the certainly pre-season and the opening weekend as well of the regular season. And we did say this Raiders team were very much a team kind of in a rebuilding phase now. The uh, the move up has cost them, uh, I believe, a few players who have stayed local in Chelmsford. Some have also moved to Invicta as well to stay in the Southern Conference, the uh, Britain Conference. So uh, we wish them all the very best. And for the Raiders this weekend and the Bees, this is a chance for Doug and the team to work on fixing what's gone what's gone on so far so tinkering with the good bits and ironing out the bad bits as well now we know obviously richard crow has departed the roster and the two-way players up from the hornets they will be with the bees this weekend as well so it's extra ice time available to them now they're going to play a uh, crucial role throughout the season for the bracknell bees this year and you will get to see them on the ice this weekend, both in Bracknell and in Romford on Sunday. It's about, though, the the good parts. Um, not many teams, I guess, are going to go into Swindon this year and come out with a come-from-behind win like we did last Saturday. And it's about capitalising on everything that went right on Saturday and just finalising those tactics to try and wipe out some of the things that went wrong on Sunday. So this is a, a key weekend here for Doug and the team. It's now a thin down team with the uh, the contracted players and the two-way players on the roster. And they're going to get to start to formulate more ideas about their roles within the team this weekend because those will now change with Richard Crow having departed. There will be some minor tweaks to the roles within the team. And making sure that, you know, good things are done well and bad things are minimised. You're never, ever going to have a perfect game. It just doesn't happen. But it's about minimising those bad things, making sure that any like little off-shift is limited to just a shift at this time of the season, and you can then like eradicate it to maybe just one bad play as time goes on. You'll never, ever be perfect. But what you don't want to have is you don't want to have an off-night. Now, we did have an off-night last Sunday against the Swindon Wildcats on the Hive ice, and... We paid for it. Swindon are undoubtedly a good team. They're the Britain Conference champions. There is no reigning champion, of course, in our league because it is the first year. But Swindon are one of the, therefore, defending champions as the Southern Conference champions. They're a good team again this year. We did say that. They're going to be contending for honours this year. And they made us pay on Sunday. And a lot of teams this year, if you have an off day, are going to make you pay. So it's about a, a hard weekend of work here for the um, for the bees. I mean, these are sometimes called friendlies. There's nothing really friendly about them because this is about formulating plans, uh, securing tactics, formulating plans, and getting yourself ready to go for the season proper, which starts with a tough, tough, tough game on home ice against Peterborough 
uh, on the 21st. So that is the league opener, a home and away weekend at Bracknell and at Peterborough on Saturday and Sunday. We'll be coming up after this challenge weekend. We saw from last year the clinical nature with which Peterborough pay. We want to get that league and cup campaign off to a good start. So it's important, therefore, that we utilise these two games this weekend to get miles in the legs, to get players used to their roles, to get players used to the systems and the tactics and to get any cobwebs that are still left after the summer blown away because it was a great win on Saturday. You cannot detract from the win on Saturday, but then some of that work was perhaps undone on Sunday. So it's about blowing away those cobwebs, getting consistency. So you're putting in a B's performance every night And if you put in a beast performance every night, then you can expect to be contending for results every night. So that's what this weekend is about. The Raiders are, as I say, a team perhaps in a rebuilding phase. For them, uh, this season, I think, is about rebuilding, regaining their feet and gaining stability in the National League. They have some great players on their roster, but it's just difficult to see where the depth is going to come from for the Raiders. That said, there isn't a single team in this league that's going to be a walkover at all. So for Doug and the team, this weekend is about finalising things ready for next weekend when the league and the uh, cup competition start. Don't forget the first home game for each team will be a cup and league game. So next Saturday against Peterborough is the Cup and League game. Next Sunday at Peterborough is the Cup and League game as well. And each team that visits any other team the first time they meet in the season will also count towards the Cup. We've got some juicy fixtures coming up uh, in the uh, opening few weeks of the league. We've got that doubleheader weekend with Peterborough. We have got a, a trip to Basingstoke on Saturday the 28th. And then it's the first visit of Leeds to the uh, Bracknell, um, to the Hive, on the 29th. So very exciting month, this. Uh, First time we'll ever get to see Leeds. And, of course, we do get to renew that rivalry with Basingstoke Bison as well. But before all that, on Saturday at 6.15, remember that new face-off, 6.15 on a Saturday. It's the Bracknell Bees versus the Raiders this weekend in the final weekend of pre-season. On Sunday, an hour earlier at 5.15, it'll be the Raiders versus the Bees, and that'll be at Sapphire Way. So uh, that is what's coming up this weekend. Thank you to you for subscribing to the Bees Radio Network. If you are listening, then you are one of our subscribers $6 a month is the top level subscription, works out about a fiver, and that gets you this, our weekly podcast review, preview, team news, bees news, league news, and more every week with Graham and myself. Uh, that's for $6 a month. There's also a level of support at $1 a month as well, which is just a thank you support. Uh, the Bees Radio Network coverage from The Hive will, of course, always be free to listen. So uh, if you ever can't get to a game at The Hive, then you can listen on the Bees website, bracknellbees.com. If you would like to connect up with us on our social media, Facebook and Twitter, they are Bees Ice Hockey. Instagram is The Bracknell Bees as well. Don't forget this weekend is a school zone game. If you would like to find out more about enrolling your school or your child's school 
in the uh, schools program, then you can visit bracknellbees.com forward slash schools and you can have a look on there. Or you can email schools at bracknellbees.com. If you are a local community group or a local youth group, then you can email groups at bracknellbees.com and you can get involved and head down to the hive and become part of the match night experience for the TSI World Bracknell Bees. So that's us on the website, bracknellbees.com, on social media, Facebook and Twitter. We're Bees Ice Hockey. On an Instagram, we are the Bracknell Bees. Plenty of ways to keep in touch with us. We'll keep you up to date, of course, weekly here on the podcast. 6.15, Saturday, at the hive, the TSI World, Bracknell Bees versus the Raiders. Bees Radio Network. BracknellBees.com